How y'all doing? Merry Christmas. I'm Curtis Quillen, and this is our very first podcast here with South Texas Sports. Well, South Texas Sports has now reached a new pinnacle of the sports media world, and here we are in our very first podcast. But we're missing something. We need an opening theme song for our podcast, so if you are creative and you would like to come up with one, please email it to us at southtxsports at ymail.com. Again, that is southtxsports at ymail.com. Lots to discuss with the high school football season ending just over a week ago here in Texas. Refurio winning their first state title here this year, and they did it in dominating fashion as this year. They outscored their opponents 891 to 191 and finished with a 15-0 perfect record in 2A Division II including a controversial game this year, uh, year during district against Freer, in which they won at home 91-6. to Refurio started out the season at, against Rice Consolidated, won 26-7, and they just never looked back. They went to Hallettsville the next week and beat Hallettsville 64-21, went to Robstown after Hallettsville, and um, shut out Robstown 72-0. to Refurio is not the only South Texas team that won the state championship, of course. Wimberley won the 3A Division II state championship this year in dominating fashion as well, finishing with a perfect record. Um, they played nine regular season games instead of ten, so they did only finish with a 15-0 record. Still impressive, however. They opened up the season with a home game against uh, perennial power Cuero and won that game 34-6 to and then beat 4A Dripping Springs the next week on the road by 21-47-26. As you go into their postseason, excuse me, they went through the postseason with a squeaker against Taylor, 38-31 in double, double overtime. Then the next week they beat Gonzalez, Sweeney, Divine. That one... That, that game, you could have flipped a coin. I mean, that was a good game. Um, Joseph Sadler and the Divine War Horses against the Wimberley Texans. And Wimberley came out on top 38-12. to uh, In the state semifinals in Bastrop, Wimberley took care of Cold Spring Oakhurst 21-14. to And in Cowboys Stadium, they sealed the deal with an interception in the fourth quarter against Argyle 21-14 in the state championship. That's Wimberley's second state championship in the history of the program. In 4A Division One, Lake Travis dominated as usual, finishing the season with an overall record of 16-0, a perfect record once again. And this is in 4A Division One. As you go through, I mean, some of these scores, uh, Lake Travis took care of Westlake in the first week of the season, 35-7. Lugerville Hendrickson, 43-14 win for the Cavs. Uh, the next week they went to Alito, who actually beat Lake Travis last year. Um, Alito has Texas commit Jonathan Gray, the brother of A&M running back Cyrus Gray. They went to Alito and won 62-35. Alito won the 4A Division II state title this year. Um, they went into Kerrville, beat Tyvee 56-14. Um, if you look in their district games... They had a 57-0 shutout victory over Marble Falls and a 
nail-biting 24-21 win over Cedar Park to wrap up the regular season. Then you go through their postseason schedule, and Lake Travis took care of Austin McCallum quite easily, 58-7. The next week, they came down to the Alamo Dome and beat Smithson Valley 42-21, Corpus Christi Flower Bluff 58-15, and then in the state quarterfinals, they met district opponent Cedar Park again. And they took care of Cedar Park 14-9, that one at the University of Texas. Lake, Lake Travis just never looked back after that. And in the state semifinals, they beat Perlin Dawson 45-14. And in the state championship, they took care of Waco Midway 22-7. Now, one of the heartbreaking stories in South Texas this year excuse me, was the Sybil of Steel Knights. Um, Steele, in 2010, went 14-2, and starting off the season 1-2 and after a loss on ESPN National TV to San Antonio Madison 28-23. And then in week one, because here, here in Texas, we start off the season with week zero. In week one, they hosted Round Rock, and they won that one 24-14. And then the next week, they went into Kerrville, lost to Johnny Manziel and the Tyvee Antlers, in a high-scoring affair, 54-45. to But then Steele got their rhythm and never looked back with a 31-14 win at Southwest, 27-7 against Austin High, and then they went into district. Their first year as a 5A program, they won the district. They beat Seguin 47-6, New Braunfels 14-10. They beat Judson 25-24. They beat Wagner 34-0, and they wrapped up the season with a 49-7 victory over San Marcos. And again, this was in 2010. Then, of course, as we all know, Steele won the state championship with a 24-21 victory over Denton Geyer. So let's go into 2011. Steele goes into the state championship game 15-0 on the season. They hadn't lost since that Kerrville-Tivy loss in 2010. Um, they they dominated some of their games this year. They they uh, they won it late against Madison, 35-28. They shut out Round Rock. They took care of Tyvee for the first time in school history. They excuse me. They dominated Southwest on a Thursday on the Thursday Night Lights program here in San Antonio. They shut out Seguin. They shut out Wagner. Um, they took care of San Marcos on the road, 48-14. You go into their playoff run in 24-14 over Johnson, 28-6 over Brandeis, a 28-0 win at Laredo Alexander, a 35-10 win in the state quarterfinals against San Antonio Reagan, and a 51-31 domination of Port Arthur Memorial at Reliant Stadium. Steele had the momentum. Steele was the favorite going into the state championship game, and they uh, they suffered defeat to Spring, Spring Decaney at Cowboy Stadium by a score of 34-14. to 14. Heartbreaking season for Mike Jinks and the Steel Knights, but uh, here in Texas, football is everything. When you're a state runner-up, you're going to keep your job. Mike Jinks is one heck of a coach, and he, I'm, I'm, I'm scared if um, one of any of these 5A programs that have the possibility of playing Steel in district because, I mean, when you lose the state championship game, you come out with a vengeance the next year. And <coughs> Excuse me. Steel is a very good football team. Uh, I was shocked that they lost the state championship game. I thought they were a favorite. I knew they were a favorite. And, uh, but congratulations to the Steel Knights, uh, state runners-up. 
congratulations to Mike Jinks and his staff and the rest of those kids. Um, Steel quarterback Tommy Armstrong is a senior this year, and he will continue his career at University of Nebraska. He is one of many Steel Knights to have received college scholarships for football, and congratulations to all of them as well. A overview of the state championships here in 2011. Let's go all through all of them. Let's go to six-man. Yes, we have six-man football here in Texas. This is public schools, by the way. 1A six-man, Division One. Throckmorton in the state championship game defeated Gale Borden County 48-36. to And in six-man Division Two, Richland Springs defeated Matador Motley County, excuse me, 76-28. 11-man Division II, one-man, or excuse me, 1A Division II, 11-man football. Ten Teneha, excuse me if I pronounced that wrong, defeated Monday in the state championship 52-28. to Division I, Mason defeated Stanford 62-40. to Let's go to 2A Division II, Refurio, out of, out of uh, the Corpus Christi area, excuse me. Um edged Cisco in the state championship game and I do mean edge. The final score to that one was 36 to 35. Great game. 2A Division 1 Melissa took care of Region 4's Hempstead 28-15 in the state championship. 3A Division 2 Wimberley out of the San Marcos, Austin and San Antonio area sealed Argyle with that fourth quarter interception 21-14. Tyler Chapel Hill um, wins the 3A Division 1 state championship 20 to 19 against Alvarado. 4A Division II Alito wins the state championship again, this time defeating Manville, the team that knocked uh, Corpus Christi Cal Allen out in the state semifinals. Alito wins that game 49 28. Uh, Lake Travis, as we said earlier, won the state championship for 4A Division I against Waco Midway 22 to 7. 5A Division II, as we mentioned earlier, Spring DeCaney defeated favorite. Cibolo uh, Steel 34 to 14, and South Lake Carroll finished their undefeated season with a 36-29 victory over Fort Bend Hightower. Hightower in the state semifinals defeated San Antonio Madison. After Madison started off with uh, the season very frustratingly, losing the first few of their games. But there is your overview of the 2011 state championships. <coughs> Congratulations to all of those teams. And good luck to them next season. High school basketball is in the mix. And this coming week here, on December the 28th and 29th, the Christmas Invitationals will be going on in Corpus Christi. The boys' tournament will be at Cal Allen High School. The girls will be at Teloso Midway in Corpus. Um, State-ranked Floresville Jaguars will be at the girls' tournament at Teloso Midway this year. They opted to go to that tournament instead of the South Sand Tournament this year. The boys, the Floresville Tigers boys basketball team will be at the Cal Allen Christmas Invitational, as always. <coughs> this year, South Texas had, would like to recognize three of their athletes who are freshmen in college this year. And all three of them that we will mention tonight are going to be playing in bowl games coming up here shortly. Uh, Johnny Manziel from Kerrville Tyvee, Aaron Green from San Antonio Madison, and Malcolm Brown from Cibolo Steel. Manziel, um, the quarterback 
standout at Tyvee as a high schooler is playing at Texas A&M now in Texas A&M this year is in the Meineke Car Care Bowl of Texas. Meineke Car Care Bowl of Texas will be December the 31st at noon Eastern on ESPN and that'll be at Re from Reliant Stadium in Houston. Good luck to Manziel and good luck to Manziel and the Aggies as they play their last football game as a member of the Big 12 Conference. Remember they do move into the SEC in July of 2012. Aaron Green and the Nebraska Cornhuskers will be playing in the Capital One Bowl. That one is in Orlando at the Florida Citrus Bowl. They will be taking on the South Carolina Gamecocks. That one is January the 2nd at 1 Eastern Time, noon Central. That one is also on ESPN. And Malcolm Brown and the Texas Longhorns We'll be playing in the Bridgeport Education Holiday Bowl at Snapdragon Stadium in San Diego. That one is December the 28th. That's this coming Wednesday. That one is at 7 Central Time on ESPN. University of Texas, of course, is staying in the Big 12, and so this, ha this game doesn't have any real uh, foreshadowing effects on how they're going to do in conference next season. They are playing a... Cal team that did struggle through Pac-12 play this year, but um, should be a good game. Again, that one is live on ESPN. It's coming Wednesday at 7 Central Time. That's all we have for this week. Tune in next week back here on the South Texas Sports Podcast. And don't forget, we need an opening theme, so email us your input on our opening theme or even an entry to SouthTXSports at ymail.com. Again, Merry Christmas to you folks, and tune in again next week when we're back here on the South Texas Sports Podcast.